Don't you have a package of Pepperidge Farm cookies you've been saving <laughs> for this occasion? Are they good cookies? I mean, I don't know that I want to waste them on this episode. That's fair. Hi, I'm Chelsea. I'm Paul. And I'm Abby, and welcome to Three to Beam Up. This week, episode 36, The Savage Curtain. Lincoln was floating in a chair. <laughs> the <laughs> end. Four that score. was the episode. And seven years ago, good a, our Gene yeah. Roddenberry brought forth on this planet <laughs> a ghost so, of Abraham Lincoln made of rocks. <laughs> boy, I mean, is that the is that the reed that he's made out of rocks? I kind of, I think. Yeah. Like lava rocks? Wait. Are they lava rock creatures, or is no. the whole place a holodeck? No. I I think they're just creatures, and they take the form of lava rocks for reasons. But wait, when Surik died, why didn't he become a lava yeah, rock? I think that's the question. I think Chelsea has the right question there. I think and, I because and no one thought it through. <laughs> I don't think they're lava rocks. Uh, so but the aliens are lava rocks. Yes. Yes. So is the planet like shore leave? Maybe. <laughs> no, because they were, they, they talk about how they are human beings, but they were originally kind of like oh, yeah. scanned and they were made out of like lava rocks. Oh, yeah. I think that is convenient. So they're either lava rocks and that, or Spock said there could have been another figure standing there that was obscured. So either the lava rocks become them, or they just like materialize. Oh, when uh, McCoy and Scotty are talking in the transporter. Um, yeah. So I, I thought that was the read that Lincoln was there, but this lava rock guy was also there. Oh, um, was But then he? turned into a rock. I think that's the trick. He said there was someone else there, but then he disappeared. So it was this lava rock guy, like being a. a does he does he have a name? I, I meant to look. He has yeah. a name in Memory Alpha and in Yarnick. stuff, but. <laughs> Okay, so we could come up with any name we want, right? Yes. Yar- no, it's, it's Yarnik. Rock monster. Lavo. Oh, I do like Lavo. Wait, that's too close monster. to Lavos. Um, What's Lavo? Lavos is, uh, I mean, you've not played Chrono Trigger, I Yeah, sometimes. <laughs> Wait, yes, you should play Chrono Trigger. <laughs> um, it is an amazing video game. I have um, a lot of time. <laughs> we all do. Um, can we get out there? Um, all of us hate this episode, right? Yes. It's yes, not like we're but not surprising I, I, each other. <laughs> right, but I do think the uh, opening was could have been interesting. Maybe I actually <laughs> agree with you. <laughs> I yeah. have that same note. I was like, "This is interesting until I yeah, think until yeah. like Lincoln shows up. Yeah. Well, even until yeah. Lincoln shows up, when they're like trying to figure out why Lincoln is there, I can even like kind of get behind that. I think my point where it turned the corner, I have a note of where it turned the corner for me. It was the conversation with Uhura is where it jumped the shark completely for me. Yeah, if, <laughs> And I if, went, if okay. If it hadn't already, that's the point where it's totally yep, gone. Yep, I'm out. <laughs> um. Yeah, that wasn't great. 
No, there's so much like oh yeah, God. and then I mean the the undertone of that too is like oh we're so far in the future that we don't care about racism so much that we allow people to be racist because we forgot what it is or something. Yeah, I couldn't right? quite the, figure out. That's the read on it. it was yeah, like... I wasn't sure either. Well, and then she says, in our century, we've learned not to fear words. But, like, that's the most problematic thing I've ever oh, heard. Oh, yeah. yeah. It right? was. It's it was very, very much, this was written by a white man. <laughs> yep. Yeah, this is a Gene Roddenberry one. Um, also, that checks Lincoln, out. Lincoln talks about time and says minutes and um, <laughs> that and, part was great i loved that part and he's like do you still use minutes and they're like we uh, can convert no totally <laughs> but we could convert to them and then many times throughout the episode they talk about minutes and hours they totally oh, do because so <laughs> they use them like a they normal use them person. all the time yeah wait i have one more thing with that scene when lincoln goes on board and they do the taped music I was so, I thought, yes, first of all, that was the worst part for me. Nothing can replace the dignity and fanfare of true musicians. That's I fair. Just like to point that out. Well, let's, let's put out there, Lincoln, they're, they're sending a call to the planet or whatever. They have comms open. Lincoln somehow takes over comms, appears as a floating person in a chair in space. That chair never shows up again, by the way. I wish um, it did. It was only to make him look like he was at the Lincoln Memorial. That's the only reason the chair yes. was there. He shows uh, up. He says, um, yeah. yeah, he looks very much, yeah. Um, he says, you're going to be flying over me in, let me see, exactly 12 and a half minutes. Which Chekhov says, yeah, that's totally right. Well, as um, after that section of the planet appears. Yeah. But he understands that they're in a spaceship. He is able to track that spaceship and its speed at such a degree that he could predict where they're going to be with his uh, stopwatch with his stopwatch or <laughs> pocket watch um and then he asks all these other questions like he doesn't know about recorded music um like he doesn't know yeah there's such weird things that he knows and doesn't well and he knows all their names yeah <laughs> and no one asks about yeah. that at any point yeah that's weird i don't get it um, why did they convert a section of the planet that was a thousand square kilometers? Yeah, I mean, that's a pretty big area. Because they didn't know how much the, you know, Battle Royale was going to take. <laughs> <laughs> also, Between eight people. I don't know how many times we see full dress uniforms, including Scotty, but it is not enough times. <laughs> oh my God, sure. those dress uniforms. Okay, costume corner. Those dress uniforms were the most slapdash thing I have ever seen. I swear they have not looked this bad before. I think they got worse. Well, and they're, they're all late in the they're, series. They're really tight. They like the actors got fatter or something. No, I don't know what happened, but something. Those cannot be the same dress uniforms because I usually th that fabric was horrible and like the 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 borders on it, like all the like. Oh my god, I couldn't. Maybe they dry cleaned them. Yeah, it might just be that they've been sitting around, right? They've gotten a lot of use. Maybe uh, I don't know. The, it is, is the last time the we the see. Yeah, it's the last time we see full dress in the series. So, because this is end of season three, so it's the last time you see full dress. Yeah, but it's just—I mean, the constructions like they have a pieced sleeve. It's so weird. Yeah. Oh my gosh! There's it's, yeah, that was weird. They also dressed very quickly because they yeah. had twelve minutes. <laughs> They're standing on the bridge, and they managed to get changed, 
in get the to transporter, um, the transporter room, and still have a minute and a half left. Um, yeah. And and Scotty was already there. Changed. Yeah. And it um, takes and a while to get into a kilt. Yeah. Like it's and he to... had to leave. He had to leave there, go to his quarters, and then come back. Right. All yeah. of them presumably had to. So. How long does it take to get into a kilt? It takes a while. Like, the kilt itself, getting it on, isn't the hard part. It's getting everything else correct. It's getting the shoes correct. It's getting the sporing correct. It's getting the socks and, like, it's in the flams or the flares and all that. So, like, that's the part that's the hard part when you do full Scottish dress. Oh, so it's (laughs) not like just putting on a skirt. No. (laughs) There's a lot that goes into it. Even then, you know, it's hanging in his closet or something. It's not like he just has a all laid out he has to put this thing together yeah it's, i mean largely what abby's saying yeah it's mm-hmm. intense so yeah this this yeah there was not a lot of time it was very confusing as long as we're in costume corner um can we talk about how bad his makeup was oh my god the entirety, oh my god the they just slapped episode? some pancakes on his face dear lord it wasn't yeah. great oh, it was on awful. the enterprise he had that like like area around his eyes was completely white and then yeah. like pretty dark elsewhere. It was but as so the episode strange. progressed He became tanner. He yeah, he got like a spray tan charity. Yeah, it was like day two um, and they were like, Let's make it thicker. The lights are really hot, so just make it thicker. Yeah, there were a lot of scenes where it was like, Wow, yeah. this is approaching blackface. Well, um, I mean Klingons or the or Kalis yeah. straight up was. I mean Yes, he's not the only one who had that problem in oh, this yeah, episode. That was but, really bad. Um but to have also. Lincoln be potentially called out for that is odd yeah it was um, weird it was really weird oh you know want to know something fun about lincoln though um they yeah. originally wanted mark leonard to do lincoln <laughs> again <laughs> cool <laughs> but he couldn't do it. he was doing another show at the time and Good he shame. couldn't get away so he didn't do it but he, he was originally gonna do lincoln <laughs> that would have been cool can we say how strange it is at the beginning that kirk just totally buys into this i mean spock and mccoy call him out for it um, but this guy shows up floating in space and is like, yes, you recognize me. I am Abraham Lincoln. It's like, you could be like, <laughs> if, if, if someone knocked on my door right now, and was dressed as Abraham Lincoln and it was like, I am Abraham Lincoln. I'd be like, uh, I get that you're cosplaying as Abraham Lincoln, but <laughs> probably Chances not Abraham are Lincoln. Not so much. Yeah. It was It's like, but I put on a top hat. Um, yeah, it takes a long time to establish that Kirk was just playing into it. He, I don't know that he was, though, deep down. He kind of says... I mean, okay, I don't think I bought his claim. Do you, did you guys? Maybe that's a way to frame it. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I thought he wasn't being an idiot. I don't know. A com- I complete think... idiot. I don't know. I think I think he did. I think in general he did know it wasn't Lincoln, but I think he wanted it so badly. <laughs> yeah. That he kind of was willing to be like, let's see where this goes. <laughs> well, so in its interesting play to the end, because I, I did take the note of, is Kirk a presidential historian? Um, only and a Lincoln sort of, historian. Only a Lincoln historian. Mm-hmm. Which Spock brings up later that, like, Kirk really likes Lincoln for some reason. Yeah, um, that's not explained. Doesn't matter. It's not explained. <laughs> but it does pull to the end of the episode, or at least when they get down to the planet, of whether or not um, this, have we come, I have not come up with a good name yet. Um, what planet are they on? Name it after the planet. That's lazy. Oh, yeah, I forgot. Lava um, planet. 
Lava Planet? Is that the name of it? Really? That's not the name of the planet. I think it might be. I'm going to call him Magmar. Um, that's yeah, great... that's a pretty good one. <laughs> that's that's where like I'm the, at. The Pokemon? The Pokemon, yeah. Definitely oh, like okay. the Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> of course, like, no, the Obviously. other <laughs> I don't know. I thought maybe there was another one. <laughs> the famous basketball player named Magmar. Um, no, Magmariest. What has that evolved to again? Uh, the Magmar? Yeah, Magmar, Magmartron, maybe? <laughs> Magmartron. <laughs> its baby form is Magby. Boy, what does... Isn't Magmar the evolution? Uh, not in the soup, the later gen. Oh, you're right, you're right. I just You need some it. It sort of item. Magmortar, and it comes from Magby. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yarnek is his name, according to memory. Alpha. Yeah, Yarnek. That's what I was saying. Yarnek. Yeah. His name is Magmar. And um, <laughs> the question is whether or not Magmar went through history and pieced this together and came up with some good and evil people. Or if he really did just probe their minds and say, um, who are people you think are good and evil? Here they are. I kind of think it's the latter because Kalis, we learn about in later series, right? You learn more about him. And the Klingons, yeah. like, revere him as a like, all-time mythic hero. So, yeah. like, yeah. it depends on your perspective, I think. With I mean, not the, the guy who started the eugenics war is probably not great um, all around. But, <laughs> like, the... Um, and they never really touched. And Genghis Khan is also kind of a not a black and white figure like an, either. Like, like an uns, like a non-speaking extra. Yeah, the non-speaking extras. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. And then the other, the woman who I yeah, never lady. learned really anything about at all, um, other than she experimented on something. People. Yeah, she, she experimented on people. Yeah. Evilly, apparently. Apparently, but yeah, we apparently. don't know. And it seems to be they just kind of were like, you think these people weren't great, so we're going to go with them. Well, it, it does raise a question, because if, well, either way, if Magmar did this or if they just pulled it from Kirk and Spock, either way, then Kirk or Spock uh, or Magmar is saying that, that Hengis Khan is um, ostensibly the most evil human, because it's the one that he pulled from humanity. Well, I guess, and the other guy, the... Uh, 21st century guy yeah green oh yeah green but he's in the top two most evil humans which is an odd sort of pull um and i think it was so memory alpha did say that in early drafts uh hitler was in this yeah and Attila um, the Hun. and you could see lots of reasons why you'd pull hitler out of here <laughs> um yeah and, and some... not have him be a, a character yeah um Although I guess that doesn't stop him from visiting Nazi planet and it's all true. sorts of other weird planets. Actually, I was thinking that maybe that was why they wouldn't have used Hitler is because they'd already used him. They'd already used him on Nazi planet. That's yeah. That's probably fair. Just one example of why you wouldn't want to use Hitler. Yeah, yeah, there is a list. Um, <laughs> but it's a weird, yeah, it's weird that somehow they came up with these four quote-unquote evil characters and then just two good characters and then they sort of slot in Kirk and Spock. Yeah, I do like that before they go down, that briefing where everyone is really snarky. I thought McCoy was like insufferably snarky at the beginning. He's good <laughs> by the end, right? I think at the end he's talking to Kirk in a way that he should be. But at the beginning, like he's just being mean to Spock for 
absolutely no reason. Well, I mean, that um, is Bone's M.O. So. Yeah, but like, it's just like... Spock is snarky is. back. Kirk is snarky. Scotty is snarky. Yeah. yeah. That's it's hilarious. Just, I don't know. I thought McCoy was very... Yeah. Maybe he's that. just mad because they've been waiting for two hours for that meeting. I think he maybe, was grumpy. Maybe. And we all know we don't need in-person meetings. No, True. We've learned that. <laughs> we've learned that recently. So, let's see. I mean, plot-wise, where even are we? Does it matter? We're at the, well, we got to the, I think we got to the planet, which is just like all the other planets they go to, but this time it has an orange background. Yeah. That's fair. And then the communicators don't work, which I hope we got a bingo square for. I did write a note that we might have bingo here. Because some things. the communicators don't work. You've got space powers. Mm-hmm. Fox is we will fascinating. Get there, um, <laughs> it's too like, early for this. It's too early. It's too early. Yes, yes. We're only. I mean, I do think like this is going to be in. one of the shorter episodes because it's hard to talk about episodes that are just bad. <laughs> well, it's just so. It's not even bad in a. Well, in a okay. good way. I know. I do <laughs> like the rock monster. I, I like the rock monster too. And I like Surak too. Yes. His name is Magmar. <laughs> Technically. I don't know about that. The Excalbian alien is because I looked it up and I found it. Oh, yeah. Excalbian. Excalbian. Um, but I love that design of that monster, though. That is super Yeah, his cool. costume is great. That's pretty the costume, rad. Magmar's costume is very, very good. And it's very Trek. It's one of those two where, like, then Kirk, like, tries to strangle him or something um, when he says, we don't or, like, fight punch or him or something. Yeah, it's like, yeah, get another rock. Like, get another rock and hit him with a rock. Yeah, are you like, an idiot? <laughs> yes, he kind of is. Um, like, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Why would you try to strangle a rock monster? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Kirk doesn't always think it through. He usually punches first and asks questions later. Yeah. It's kind of how he rolls, but, yeah. I also, well. Oh. Speaking of punching first and asking questions later, the fight choreography and camera work in this episode yeah. is appalling. Yeah. It's not good. I it, There was never any clear tradition, uh, transition to stunt doubles that I could see, and that might have been the problem, that there might yeah. not have been any. Oh, yeah. That's probably um, true. Late enough in the series that they just didn't use them. I don't um, know, but it was awful. Like They probably had no budget. Awful. Yeah. It just... They have so many fights prior to this in the series that are done so much better. I, yeah. I mean, it, it is worth saying, a lot of the things we're saying, like, this is the last time dress uniforms are used, this is the last time her is on yeah. screen, this Which is, is the bummer. last time the ensemble cast is there. Like, this is a very late episode Yeah. Um, in, in the whole arc of this series. Uh, and I think it very, very much shows. Yeah. Well, and then there's the whole, like, originally Roddenberry had wanted this episode to be, like, a commentary on the state of network television. And, like... Oh, I thought that was hilarious. I did Wait, kind I didn't, of, too. I didn't read that. Oh, Hold my on. God. Yeah. He, he Wait, like... hit me with that argument. Oh, okay. it was so weird. I wrote it down. Oh, good. He, Roddenberry originally intended this episode to be a part of a sour commentary on the present-day network television. The Excalibians... Magmar. The, <laughs> used their staged dramas of recreated figures confronting each other as a means of entertainment and education for their population, who all became dependent upon these stage plays as their sole means of gaining knowledge and entertain themselves. In the later script, blah, 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 the staff rewrote the angle, and that angle was mostly abandoned. That would have been more interesting. I don't know, man. 
I mean, then it's then it's that other episode, um, the one where they make. Uh, I mean, then it's basically just uh, Roman gladiators, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, we haven't had that one yet, right? No. Bread and um, circuses. I'm, I was kind of think. I, that I think was my first thought, something. but I'm not sure if that's what it was. But yeah, it is. I have a board for that one. We know what we're talking about, though, right? Anyway, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, yeah, then it's kind of that, but I still think that would probably be a better commentary. I think this doesn't really have any commentary left no. in it. No. This is... Well, okay, there's this... Uh, oh, are we talking about the messages? No, not yet. Because um, I, I do think that the trope in this one uh, is one of these tropes that gets parodied all the time right rightfully so because it's it's so so right for parody as i said at the end of the last episode um that you have some alien uh some creature that says like what are good and evil i don't understand these concepts um fight so i can tell uh is just such a ridiculous trope um well and there's the trope of of meeting historic figures i mean that's a whole other thing yeah. that occasionally happens in science fiction where like either you're a time traveler or somehow they get pulled through time or whatever yeah. and that's a thing i mean too. that would yeah but he says i know nothing of good and evil but he knew enough to put together these teams right yeah like, right. like you know uh, quite a bit about it it seems yeah it's also one of those crew tested by aliens or like the aliens made them do this sort of story and we get a lot of those and well it, it just feels overdone by this point. Because we'll put it out. I, I mean, this is another thing that we'll talk about later when we talk about how powerful this bean is. But it's pretty powerful. Mm. They only survived this because it says, "Okay, cool, I'm done with you, yeah. bye." You um, have, you have, we have learned what we needed to. See you yeah. later. <laughs> Get off our planet. Yeah. And then they do. They don't destroy it. They don't like put a beacon on the planet to say don't go here. They presumably, I mean, Kirk touches on this at the very end. Like, how many groups have you brought here and done the same thing? Mm-hmm. Like, they just say, yeah, cool. Well, we tidied up so that the next group has fun too. I guess. Like, it's like a escape room or something. Yeah, there's so many um, missing elements to this story that, like, you have questions about. You're like, well, how? It might have been more interesting if, like, somehow the people that they pulled out of their minds did kind of. They they turn the tables on the Excalbians and yeah and like and Ooh, that and cool. the yeah see that would have been a better episode if you like learned that there's this thing happening like they pull people out of people's minds to like perform morality plays for them and then they're like you know what no <laughs> we're done with this and we're gonna make sure you're done with it forever yep yeah I like that a lot better yeah there yeah, we go I, we fixed it I I, I watched if, if that Sorak- episode. Sirach's message works, right? Yeah. Essentially, like, Sirach comes out and says, we don't have to do this. And they say, yeah, maybe not. Uh, I love Sirach. We don't trust you, but... Yeah, Sirach's great. I love that He's a Vulcan, and he's awesome. Yeah. He was so cool. Um, I also like Spock's response to his cries for help of, like, he knew what he was getting into. (laughs) (laughs) So totally Spock. Oh, yeah. And it's so totally Vulcan. And and he's right, because... Obviously, at that point, it's already Kalis's superb impression skills. <laughs> like, which happen to be perfect. Oh man, they're so horrible. They're so um, well. I yeah, I, I have these are I have a note. These are the most pathetic cries for help I've ever heard. <laughs> well, and like it's so out of character that Sirak would be crying for help and asking oh, yeah. for Spock. Right? Spock is yeah. like, which you know, he is. should say that's not him. Like, right? There's like, there's th- no not... way that's gonna happen. Yeah. Yeah, anyway. Well, we're through all of my notes except the messages. 
<laughs> mm, I have a lot of notes about Lincoln's spray tan. <laughs> um, Kalis's Im- impressions. Um, yeah, those aren't good either. Yeah, making sure to leave the planet intact for the next group. Um, <laughs> the corpses too. That's right. They just leave the corpses of Lincoln and Zurich. Sar- uh, Which is why I was thinking Sarah. it was probably like a hollow death. Yeah, I mean their corpses don't fade away. Or like shore leave. I don't know. Like they're going to be recycled after they leave. Yeah, that's why I think they're is... rocks. That would check out. I still think they're rocks. Well, but McCoy takes tricord readings when Lincoln comes up and says he is. I, I'm not saying they're not like technologically advanced rocks. I'm just saying they're rocks. Sure. <laughs> they're like shape shifting rocks. You can like well, they could have they could have sh- had a throwaway line. molecules. Yeah, yeah the, they could have had that. a throwaway line of like when they teleported down. They could have said your transporter works in much the same way. We take atoms and rearrange them. Yeah, like throwaway line. It solves it. You know? Yep. Yeah. Again, there's so many things that are just left hanging out there on this episode that you're just like, you could have cleaned up a couple of things and this episode might have made sense. Yeah, we've already did so many of things that could have cleaned this up. Yeah, I mean, Ugh. just one more writer's room and we could have had this. Yeah, it would have been a lot better. It's so unsatisfying, the whole premise of, again, it's the trope of saying, here's a good team and here's a evil team um and now fight to see which one is stronger well, it's like well you could have given them like a bunch of sudoku puzzles you could there's so <laughs> many other tests you could give them there's so right. many things like it's just so absurd i think he... that though there was one part of that that was good or that could that was not good but that could have been good if maybe it was redone so that was the very very end where kirk's yelling at uh magmar and he's like, uh, basically that good and evil, like essentially, or whatever. I mean, that whole dichotomy is stupid, obviously, but like essentially all sides in war, if we're going to use this as like a war metaphor or something, uh, like use the same methods. And so the only difference really lies in like your motivations, which I guess like could be, um, interesting, or maybe if they had done it, like the only difference lies in like the victor and then how history tells it. Yeah. I guess which also could have been interesting. But then Kirk's point, I guess, is like the good acts for other people, whereas the evil is like acts only for themselves, which could have been interesting if that had been done differently. I can't think of how, but I bet there could have been a way. No, that's a good point, Chelsea. Mm-hmm. That 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 is like, at least, I, I can see how that's in there. And I could see how it probably got watered down a ton in rewritings, right? Or maybe it was never there. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's up. what I wanted to be about. Or maybe, or like I guess along the lines of a war metaphor, like occasion, like and this is would actually be kind of a shitty message, but like <laughs> peaceful measures sometimes just don't work. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think that's kind of the read of this episode. Like it's sometimes kind of a weird. Yeah, read. sometimes violence is necessary, which isn't really a read on a lot of Star Trek. Yeah, because I think episodes. the, the right. You could easily tell it with a different message and say, no, there's, you could make it Sirach's message of like, no, there's always another way. Um, right. And he's just sort of, sort of unceremoniously killed, um, which is, I don't yeah. know. The, the Magmar also at the end says like, you, you both did exactly the same things. It's like, no, like, <laughs> no, we didn't. One, like one side tried many times to negotiate and surrender. Peacefully. Um 
the other side was duplicitous. Um, and like yeah. they're, they acted totally different. And Magmar is just like, you all did the same thing. You hit each other with sticks. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just such a silly, ugh, it's so silly. The only thing, uh, uh, another thing that could have been good, maybe, was if, like, in the end, Magmar could have been just, like, really different. Like, they alluded to it, like, the fact that they were just going to disagree, right? I don't know. Like, if he could have just been he or she, I don't know. Does Magmar have a gender? That's they. true. We're gendering a rock <laughs> creature. We should just be using they. Yeah, um, so if Magmar, that creature, like, was just so fundamentally different and, like, like they could have, like, accepted that somehow, I don't know. I think, um, I think I've only suggested it in one other episode, and listeners can go back and see if I'm telling the truth. Um, I do forget what episode that is. Um, I was kind of scrolling through looking, but I don't remember off the top um but there was one other episode where i said that at the end of the episode they really should get up to the ship and kirk should just say nuke the planet just (laughs) nuke it from space hit it with everything i was thinking that Um, i was thinking that the only reason he probably didn't was because those aliens could have destroyed them in a second yeah which is also an unsatisfying ending right yeah but i agree that would have been like they, or like at least the very least, leave like a buoy. Who who was it that I said that they should have nuked? Was it the was it the Omicron SETI three plants? Is Maybe. Only... I can't imagine saying that they should have nuked <laughs> Spore Planet. I hope not. I want to go to there. No Spore Planet would have been cool, but they should put a warning buoy up. Maybe Gideon. I don't know. Maybe that's what Gideon wanted, though. Huh. I don't know. How do these people die, huh? <laughs> like Dr. Adams. <laughs> um, huh. Yeah, I'm not sure. It's in there somewhere, listeners. Probably. Unless he's lying. Which he might be. Like the 21st century genocide person. Dr. Green? That one. Mm-hmm, that's What's the one. doctor? Mr. Green? Um, Colonel Green something? Wasn't he a military? In the... In the um, Observatory. Yeah, exactly. no. I was about to say with the with candlestick. The pointy stick. <laughs> with the sharpened stick and rock. Yeah. I hope not. Uh, this is yeah. I'm out of notes. This was bad. Yeah, I'm sort of just skimming, looking for anything I haven't yeah. said. Um, yeah, there's just a lot more of the like inconsistencies of Lincoln's knowledge, but. There, I think this this got so overwritten. They lost anything they were trying to do in it, honestly, because yeah, I really just don't even know what the point is. Yeah, it's definitely one of those where the solution is probably to trim, right? That um, edit, yeah. edit, edit, edit. Get rid of these characters that are unnecessary. Get rid of all this like, yeah, all this side stuff. Edit, edit, edit. Yeah, I think it was the only solution. And rewrite. It's another one of these, though, that, like, uh, I think it said on Memory Alpha that, like, this was an old idea, um, a story idea in Gene Roddenberry's March 64 series proposal. So this stuck around for a long time, like a few other episodes we've talked about that were indefinitely tabled and then got written. Um, Yeah, there's maybe a reason why they didn't get written sooner. How can Gene Roddenberry have so many good ideas? And then also so many bad ideas. He was human? Yeah. 
mean, yeah, it checks out, but still, <laughs> I just want just, them all to be good. Just because you write one good thing doesn't mean all your stuff's good, right? Yeah, but he was like so I mean, good at creating like a idea. universe and like, um, like I, I guess the basis of characters. But he was so bad at some like aspects of storytelling. Yeah. And I think a lot of that is on display here. Um, the pure Roddenberry episodes that we've seen so far, right? He also knew how to, to sort of outsource this to very, very talented writers. Um, yeah. And and a lot of those episodes that we consider to be really, really good um, are those that were completely written by other people. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah, um, I don't know if there is a, is there an episode in the original series that was Gene Roddenberry's that is considered like best of Trek. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it, it looks like from Wikipedia, just kind of searching in page on the list of episodes and written by, there's 19 hits in the page, but it's names thrown up other places. So Charlie X, which we have not watched. Um, but that's a bad episode. Charlie X is an amazing episode. It's also I DC hate that Fontana. Episode. Um, Mud's Women. Um, <laughs> the Menagerie, um, part one and two. Um, oh. the, the Return of the Archons, um, which we have watched. Yeah. <laughs> Not good. Uh, Private Little War. He did the teleplay, but not the story. The script, the story. Yeah. Um, which again, I I remember being a good episode, but we'll see when we get there. Um, I don't remember. He, oh yeah, he wrote the Omega Glory. Oh um, yeah. Bread and Circuses, Assignment Earth. Um, oh boy. He did this screenplay for the Savage Curtain, along with. Wait, uh, there you go. I guess it's Arthur Heinemann's on here as a co-writer. And then Turnabout Intruder. So. Yeah, those aren't so no. None, none <laughs> the of So no. None of the, like, great ones, certainly. Maybe the best one maybe being Private Little War. Yeah. Um, Probably. The Menagerie. Or Char- Charlie X, actually. Charlie X is a very good episode. Oh, I hate that um, one. I mean, we'll get there, but... It's not um, one of my favorites, but I don't hate it. It's very clean. It's the complete opposite of this, right? Yeah, it's true. Um, it's a very early episode, and it is. it has one thing happening, and it happens. I'll have to rewatch it. I well, seen it yeah, you're going to have to in a while. <laughs> have to eventually. eventually. <laughs> um, no. I've seen, that, I've seen that one a bunch of times. That one, It's very early. That's like the third episode or second yeah. episode, maybe. It's, it's early. It is I remember early. that. It's second episode. Yeah, it's early. It shows too, but this one yeah. shows in that it's like almost the second to the last episode. Yeah. So, got to find that sweet spot in the middle. <laughs> did did we win bingo? We got to put uh, Magmar. We got to put Magmar on a scale. Oh shoot! Well, pretty powerful. I thought. Yeah, I think he's yeah. up there. Okay, so we've got this group that has like space power. Yeah, broadly speaking, we have two groups of space powers. Um, okay, let's toss out there that the Horda is very similar, but the Horda doesn't have is any it of the malevolent <laughs> and doesn't well, have space powers. Yeah, can't like affect the ship. Um, and the the Horda is pretty high up on this list of like vampire cloud. Like he's stronger than vampire clouds and stuff easily. Yeah, Kalos, yeah. Even. yeah. So I think we're up in that like Apollo, Parman, Larissa. Spock, Alien, the companion from Metamorphosis, Sylvia from Catspaw, Apollo, and Mitchell. Yeah. I think... I thought he was really similar to Apollo. 
Yeah, he's able to create things. I keep also generating this creature. Sorry. Magmar um, is able to create things. Um, and so is Apollo, and they're both able to affect the ship. But I think Magmar is even more powerful because Apollo gets tired and Magmar doesn't. Well, yeah. Is, I mean, Magmar does keep turning back into a rock, but it's unclear if he, if, if they need to. Um, oh, I figured because they just like being a rock. Yeah, that's kind of that's. I think that's a fair read. Huh? Because I never got the impression like he was regaining energy. No, I don't. I didn't get that either. Okay, so if if Apollo, Mitchell, and Magmar were there, um, I, I I'm trying to decide yeah, if I, mean, I think he's higher than Mitchell or not. Yeah, I mean, I Mitchell know. was so early. We have not. I mean, Mitchell was powerful, though. He was super powerful and getting and increasingly powerful. That was what was scary and about Mitchell. Magmar never, on camera, blinks things in and out of existence. No, the way Mitchell, the way Mitchell could, right? could. Yeah. Um. So maybe under Mitchell, above Apollo. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, above Apollo. I mean, I thought so. I'm just sort of asking that question, but Apollo gets tired and Magmar doesn't. And they do eventually kill Apollo, right? Or allow yeah, him they de- they defeat nothing. him for sure. Yeah, and, and they, they don't defeat, defeat they, they don't defeat Mitchell defeat too. Um, no, they only get let go because they get let go. Yeah, that's a good point. All right, I think you got. I mean, yeah. I think you convinced me. Above Apollo, wow. <laughs> Magmar. For a terrible episode, we have a pretty strong villain. <laughs> yeah, he. I mean, that rock uses their power for stupid, but they could have been cool. Well, I do think it is lower than, you know, the next step up are like things like the Doomsday Machine um, that can exist in space. And this creature doesn't show any capability to like be off planet or threaten other right. planets. Unless, so. unless Lincoln is a rock. Lincoln in space. Yeah, but he stays in orbit. Like, oh, I thought that was fair. like a projection. I didn't even think that was. Uh, that's fair too. <laughs> that's fair. But what about when he goes on the ship? Oh no, he's. They real. teleport him. They but, teleport. Yeah. Oh yeah, they teleport him. That's right. Um. Yeah, anyway. That checks out. <laughs> I think now... we might have bingo. And I already mentioned a few of them, but Spock says fascinating. Fascinating, Spock. Mm-hmm talks about how he has showed emotion um and he's so therefore he showed him they wear dress uniforms uh scotty's there sulu's there chekhov's there wait is chekhov there yeah Yeah. i think chekhov's Chekhov's there there. is there um (laughs) the communicators don't work the um i don't know if it's like their weapons don't work or their weapons are lost but they don't have their weapons the ship's in trouble um Right, You're naming several powers. things that aren't things, but yeah. <laughs> okay, well, they are in my bingo. <laughs> Only my bingo matters. Yeah. There's probably a captain's log. I don't know. There always is. I don't know. Is there? Spock probably Vulcan neck pinches somebody when it's all happening. <laughs> no, I don't think he did. I don't, I don't know that he does either, which is... <laughs> well, I only have... Uh, a couple qualifiers like they're trapped on the planet right like we can all agree they're trapped on the planet okay i I thought so but i wanted to like 
They can't just leave. go there. All right, and then this is space powers, like textbook space oh, powers. Right? Textbook yep. space powers. All right. textbook. That was really that was pretty much my um, yeah. And there were several fascinatings in like the first ten minutes, even, and there was an logical thrown in there. And um, boy, I forgot that Spock says fascinating when Lincoln comes up, and Lincoln says something to the effect of, "In all my life, no one has ever used that word to describe me." And like, really? <laughs> really? Disagree, but okay, sure. Um, so we are one away. Oh, bummer. Can we fudge it? No. Uh, we can. Uh, it was Scotty saying stuff about the engines. So, <laughs> Oh, my gosh. We were so close we to that, really too. Close. I know. <laughs> we, we were Scotty close. almost did. Um, but, yeah, but there is a whole yeah, he, bunch in this episode. He implied it, essentially, because he kept saying we can't use the tele- – the, yeah, we can't use anything because we don't have the power. Yeah, but, but yeah. But, yeah, there in were – yeah, yeah. There were totally a million of them, you know, like there's always a recurring actor because they only had five actors. And then, you know, there's Ancient Her the History is referenced and historic oh, yeah. figure shows up and Captain's oh, yeah, yeah. Log and Spock shows emotion and communicators don't work. And there was a phaser set to stun, but that wasn't a square. So that didn't we didn't get anything for that. Um, but, you know, we were. We were close. We were one away. No, no, the phasers are set to stun. Remember? Yeah, I in know. The no, no, no. I she said, said it uh, happened, but it wasn't on the card. It, it, no, it wasn't on the square. No, but I wanted to be. Can't what we replace not, that? No. No. Not how it works. You're very, you're always very confused about how bingo works. I don't like it. Chelsea, you need to go to a casino sometime and play bingo. And... <laughs> once we're not, once we're allowed to leave our homes again. I'm quarantined. <laughs> Technically, you're isolated. It's different true <laughs> but yeah we were we were so close but again when it's a bad episode i almost don't want to get bingo that's true <laughs> oh boy i would have taken it i would have taken it pick I something taken it too. pick but, something good all right yeah, let's see what we're watching next time i hope it's something good maybe it'll be a good one this time we don't know <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it won't be from season three because we've had a bunch of those. Last lately. time was good though. Yeah, I liked last good. time. Last time was fine. Chelsea hated it, but <laughs> you know, I, I went back to time. I went back to time the music, and it's really even better on a second watching. I I, I enjoyed it really a lot. On I'm the second glad. Watch, but... I'm gonna right. throw that episode out. <laughs> you can't. Um, anyway, <laughs> uh, uh, all right, we're going back to season one. Hey, yes. um, we are going okay. to Taste of Armageddon. Kirk oh. and Spock must save their ship's crew when they are declared killed in action in a bizarre computer-simulated war where actual deaths must occur uh, to continue. This, this oh, is yeah. a really good episode. This is a good one. I it's remember that. Oh, um, yeah, costume. Oh, yeah, her dress. I yeah, want that dress. Episode. Could someone make that dress for me? Um, which dress are we talking about? The one the main girl wears. My I hair is her color now, too, so I could do my hair like her, too. There's your Halloween costume. You've got it. Yeah, there you go. It's like a shoe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that looks super easy to make. I think so. All right. Well, Ch- well, Chelsea has her Halloween costume. <laughs> so we're all set yeah. for that. <laughs> Gotta find that fabric, though. <laughs> It'll be great. Um, and next time we will be watching taste for armageddon lovely listeners and don't forget to follow us where you would like to follow us on the socials um and say hey when you're around and next time taste for armageddon